Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum, James, and Alum in the studio. How are you going, guys? Very good, thank you. Happy to be Not here. Good. Special guest. Return. Yes, special guest for, you know, hopefully we'll see him a fair bit over the next uh, few, few months. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a, a nice and easy one this week. Uh, it's a review roundtable, so we're just going to chat about what we've been watching and doing uh, for entertainment. Um, who should we start? Well, Alum is the... Alum's a special guest. guest. What have you been watching? What have you been playing? What's, well, uh, what's been going on, I'll Alum? start with um, what I've been watching. I actually watched the first episode of Severance yesterday. And oh, even, oh, oh even, very good. Even, even on my sister's LG TV with a 100 megabit down connection, it started and stopped. It's because you don't have an Apple TV, it's, man. It's, it's planned like, obsolescence. They, they, yeah. they make, it, they they make the quality purpose. worse and everything that's on Apple. You what happened to the one I gave you? The Apple TV I gave you? They're using that in the cinema room. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> but it's just, it really angers me, that's all. That, like, I have, you know, it's not an internet issue. It's just Apple being vindictive. Yeah. Like, yeah. We talked about when we reviewed the show. I'm like, I don't like Apple, but the show is so quality that I'm willing to... Again, uh, yeah, we had a whole segment. <laughs> but before we get started in our rant about how much we love Ben Stiller and his works, please do tell Alan, what do you reckon? Well, from the first episode, um, because I'd kind of seen it partly before, at least, um, I really, yeah, like, the fact that I was setting up something much more sinister going on uh, beneath the scenes. And just even the, the whole concept of that show where... Man, you have, you have no idea. You, you've got, you know, your memory severed. So yeah. I'm, I'm quite excited. You think you know what's going on. Man, you got to watch I it. I don't think I know what's going on. you, you got to um, watch it. Uh, but uh, that, that still I have to obviously give the, the rest of the season a go. Just binge it. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> I'm um, just so excited for you, that's all. <laughs> more, I guess, completely, I've been watching Better Call Saul since oh, uh, nice. last year I think and uh, I basically finished up the first I think it was five seasons yeah it's up to season six now yeah so I finished up the first five seasons basically by the start of this year and uh, more. I think it was just about six weeks ago or seven weeks ago at this point season six started which is supposed to be the final season yeah and it, it's taken a break it, yeah it's yeah. currently on break but it is just a grand oh, old time. I think it's better than um, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. I agree. That I was agree. my question. Yeah. I was going to ask that question. And um, I like. I also am part of the group of people that think the general audience consensus on Breaking Bad is paying it a little too much. Overrated. Yeah. Massively think, overrated. I, I, I like, think, it's not a bad show, it's a, but it's, it's not... It's a pretty good show. Yeah. It shows, you know... I think it's a... Yeah, Breaking Bad was a great show, but people overhyped yeah. it so much. It's the Game of Thrones it, problem. It's one it? of those things mm. where... It, it's one of those shows that becomes... It almost becomes someone's personality. Like, oh, I'm a... <laughs> I'm yeah. a Breaking Bad guy. Yeah. Like, they have the stickers the in the 90s. It also, yeah. yeah, it also... It came out of that time of, like... It, like, just before streaming, but entering into... Yeah, you know, yeah, When yeah. we started to get those kind of shows. So and it was, it was slightly dangerous. Like it was slightly, because it wasn't it wasn't I mean, HBO not, as well. It was um, oh dangerous for AMC. the AMC, da- yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, because no one, yeah, other than HBO, no one else had on Showtime. No one else had. It wasn't really, your typical cable show, yeah. yeah. And I guess AMC had Mad Men around the same time as well. So it was the start of the golden yeah. age of television. Um, but yeah, Better Call Saul is on another level. Yeah, I think like, it's one of the best written shows. I've never seen it. Some some people oh, uh, so think. Good. That they may need to, I guess, rewatch Breaking Bad to kind of refresh themselves. I, I'm guilty of that. I keep, Alan keeps telling me to watch I, Better Call Saul. Considering it's a prequel, it's, it's not. It's a prequel, but there are kind of. I don't know if spoilers is the right word. Uh, yeah, I definitely think like Alan's trying to sell me on watching Better Call Saul pretty hard yeah. at this point. But I always get I the feeling like I should probably it. watch Breaking Bad. You can first. enjoy it without rewatching. Have you seen Breaking Bad? I haven't finished it. Okay. I think you know you should at least finish it. Yeah, you should at least finish it. I think I think I, you probably don't have to watch Breaking Bad before Better Call Saul. But it probably but helps. I think it's recommend. Yeah, yeah I recommend. I also, I guess. After, Did you watch the Netflix movie? No. Okay. Because technically, chronologically, the Netflix movie is after. After Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. So I should. Yeah. So I'll probably finish Better Call Saul, then watch the the Netflix movie. Um, but I also have to take in fact that my memory is a little bit better than an average individual. Yeah, you know, so I remember scenes a little bit better. So maybe not having to rewatch the show uh, works for me. It may not work for every single person. So yeah. your mileage may vary. But the fact that they took, you know, relatively smaller characters from the original show, yeah, fleshed them out to such a degree, yeah, 
gave them you know such, such Prequ- prequels are generally an awful idea yeah. and this is one of the best one of the best pre- yeah. prequels yeah. well is it because it's not really a direct prequel it's not Walt right it's not yeah it's yeah. it's a side it's prequel taking, yeah, it's taking a side character side cool yeah. yeah so in, in a way I guess that is probably what gives it a better defense against being a crappy prequel in the, it's not so it's also it's not it sets up it's, it's these little, characters yeah. already but before like, it's, it's own it's little different. continuity it's yeah. its own little story it's also like you know because it prequels set you know prequels often f- feel bad because it's like oh um this is how so-and-so met so-and-so yeah. this is how so-and-so got his jacket this is how so and obviously this show has things like that because it's a prequel but it never feels cheap you know yeah. what i mean yeah like it feels earned and it feels real realistic i guess i and don't know because i believe that the uh the current end of the show is supposed to go somewhere in the neighborhood of where you know breaking bad is supposed to start and possibly also you see technically further than where breaking bad went yeah this is, um, it's also it's also a sequel yeah. which that's so, probably why you need to watch breaking bad yeah so you're seeing kind of two different bits of time closing in on yes you've you've got that whole predestination idea that you know what happened in breaking bad so certain things you're just like well this is going to happen but there's so much else happening around that you're so invested for these characters and what they're going through. Yeah. So I'd highly, highly recommend. Yeah, definitely. Sword. It's one of the best shows on TV, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, it's shaping up to have one of the best endings. I, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they can stick the landing. Yeah. I don't think they'll disappoint. Vince Gilligan, for me, has a, like, anything he does, I'm there. Like, can- he's one of those... Yeah, you know, so I, especially after this, so I saw a great meme today uh, on uh, the Twitter, uh, but it had uh, who would have thought in the year twenty if you were to go back in time and tell us and tell someone in the year twenty twenty these are going to be two of the best directors uh, going around. And it was a picture of um, Ben Stiller and Bill Hader on SNL. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because, of course, um, Bill yeah, Hader's uh, famous uh, in the news, I should say, at the moment because the Barry finale was apparently spectacular. Yeah. And But uh, Severance was also making the rounds a few weeks ago. Definitely. And I thought that was really interesting that you had two SNL guys currently doing real heavy drama. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Sorry to change the subject, Alan. No, it's all good. Oh. Um, I'm relatively finished, I'd say, at least on the television front. Yeah, uh, if you if you need a show to watch, get on it. Yeah, well, in in a few weeks the final few episodes will start airing. Yeah. So if you wait just another few weeks, then you can binge the whole six seasons. Yeah, and it yeah. depends on yeah your own speed. Some people could start now and then be right ready as you know the final bit comes out. Yeah, some people watch a season a day. Um, more power to you. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, Callum. Uh, I guess what have you got for us? Well, I was watching Raised by Wolves. Um, I did stop for a while. <laughs> Um, and I, <laughs> look, Alan is making face. No, 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 no. no he got cancelled. We'll, we'll get the, we'll get the <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, I haven't even yeah. started it. No. Yeah. So don't oh, wait, start wait. it now. So I started watching Raised by Wolves. I got really into it. I stopped because of work. Uh, you know, my work schedule keeps changing. Yeah. So I haven't been, I've also had chair troubles, which is another issue. Um, so anyway, um, I saw the headlines that like HBO Max ended up canceling a couple of shows. Yeah. It's like the Netflix domino started to topple. Now everyone's like, wait, we can cancel these commitments. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah I, we've got enough subscribers. Yeah. From Apparently it. raised by walls wasn't pulling the numbers that they wanted it to pull. And so it well, got canceled. Uh, well, allegedly from what I've read on the internet, um, raised by wolves was an HBO show for season one. And, and an HBO, HBO Max. Max show yeah. for season two. Which um, so they already it, moved it to a... They moved it to HBO Max, but yeah. I think it was a co-production with another company for season one, and it was only HBO for season two. Mm. So HBO weren't willing to put as much money in as the season really required. Yeah. I haven't seen season two, but allegedly I, there were CG issues. Some I of it personally was a, think the overall yeah quality of the season did suffer. Yeah. They, they, yeah. There were spots where they probably should have put a little more... Yeah, um, so allegedly it was more of a financial issue mm. for Raised by Wolves, so maybe not getting... Yeah. That was super disappointing. Yeah, well, because um, I remember seeing the trailer and go, oh, yeah, you know, and I, I was like, regaling you of how great yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I, I like one sci-fi, time. it looks interesting, but there's so much to watch, I don't really have time. Yeah. And then Callum was telling me that Alum, Alum told Callum to watch it, and then Callum was like, oh my God, it's like this, and this happens, and there's this. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really interesting, I'll start yeah. watching it. And now I'm like, oh. I'm probably going <laughs> to finish watching it just because, yeah. but... Super we disappointing. Need, uh, we need to send a letter to Jeff Bezos. Say, please. 
Yeah, well, you, got, you got rid of the expense. We need Can to you s- give us something else? Yeah. Like, Shoot take, a letter to Mr. Homebox Office. It seems like the, the, the staff and the writers and a lot of the, the, the stars of the show are mm. actually hoping somebody else picks it up. They're, uh, they're Stranger actually, things have happened. Yeah. They're actually pleading, so maybe somebody will hear it. Because I feel like, again, it had a solid fan base. Yeah. It had a solid story to tell. I just, it did. The has, jaded part really of me says, if they're not going to save Hannibal, why yeah. would they save Reza? Why is everyone going to hurt yeah, me? But it, oh, no, yeah, but no, no, no. That's, that's got nothing to do with the quality of the show. It's yeah. just like, how much money does it make us and how many subscribers yeah. does it get us? That's um, all they care about. I'm always going to get hurt. Mindhunter goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't, don't oh, bring up no. Mindhunter. <laughs> Stop it. I'm Stop still it. cut off about Dark Crystal. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Let's not get into this. Let's not get into Netflix cancellations because we'll just end up crying. We've all been Turn my mic off and we'll just Alright, right. J- James is off mic. We've all been burned. <laughs> We've all been burned. Um, so I've been watching movies for uh, lately because I can, you know, sit in a short period of time and get through a film, whatever. I've been watching some older ones. I watched Speed Eraser. Nice. Um, Wait, Speed the bus that couldn't slow down? That's yeah. correct. With, with Keanu Reeves, it's a classic. It's, it's such classic. a good movie. Um, and then they get off the bus and there's like subway fights. Yeah. It's awesome. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah, <laughs> such a good movie. Um, but I wanted to bring up two of the movies I watched recently. I've been on a bit of a Cronenberg trip because, of yeah, course, Cronenberg has his new film coming out soon. Mm. Not in Australia, as far as I can tell. It might come to the um, Nova, but they haven't put it on their release schedule yet. I I looked into it and as I couldn't find it anywhere with current dates. Yeah, just an August Blu-ray release. Mm, if in US, in the US. Yeah. So yeah. as far as I'm aware, they just skipped Australia. This is probably going to be like Possessor, where I had to import it. Like and yeah. I don't think we, we don't import. <laughs> yeah, I well, I do. It, if it's if it's not available, yeah, there are other means. There convenient are means. way we take it. But this is one we really want to support. Yeah, that's right. And it's unfortunate that they're not allowing us to support it as directly as we can in some other places. Yeah. Um. So I decided to revisit some of his back catalog that I haven't seen in a long time. I rewatched mm. The Brood, uh, which is a yeah kind of clumsy. Um, but really fun horror film. It's one of his earlier movies. Yeah, but like the, you know, it's like little children killing people and I'm like, it's yeah. kind of weird. It's fun though. It's, yeah, like it's, it's clumsy, yeah. but it's fun. Yeah. Um, like the drama is kind of strange. Did you watch The Dead Zone yet? I keep watching. I keep I've, 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 watch I've seen it. The Dead Zone many times. That's a cl- It's on my list to yeah. rewatch. It's a classic based so on good. the Stephen King movie. Yeah. Book. With uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, watch like in time. Um, <laughs> but I rewatched uh, Scanners, which is fantastic yeah that's a great one uh, made on a budget but so well done so well executed um, and of course as James knows uh, and Alan off air I've been really into remote viewing <laughs> <laughs> so the, the notion it's, of uh, psychic phenomena it's connected to it's your... really hot right now yeah <laughs> um, so it was fun to revisit that especially with the head exploding scene sequences yeah um, well it's become a meme now that people probably don't even know where it's from yeah the and guy's head also, exploding just a really unique interpretation of that theme. Like the um, the way they scan, the camera angles they use, they show the people concentrating. Yeah. There's no special effects per se. It's just audio to and facial expressions to note everything. Yeah. Which is a really great way to do it. It's really bare bones, but it works so well. Yeah, Cronenberg um, is, even in the earlier, you know, clumsier films, if you want to use that yeah. word like you did. He's just—he's a master. Yeah, even the like, even the the the, the little guys in uh, the brood—they have the prosthetics on or whatever, but they move yeah. in this kind of awkward way because they're kind of—they're yeah. not uh, spoilers for the brood. And they're—they're they're not like they're kind of like born artificially, so to speak. Also, like all these movies have a psychological elements, so yeah. it's never just oh the monster, the rubber, the rubber suit monster. It's always yeah. like there's a reason well, the, why the brood it... is like child abuse elements, yeah. and there's like the failed marriage and the love and the yeah. the psychotherapy element, which mm. is really fascinating about a guru who thinks he can cure people using uh, what was the word? I can't remember the word he uses, but it's like mm. some special type of mental help, um, self help kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's really interesting because, like, you think he's the bad guy, but it turns out he's kind of this middle character. Mm. But, um, yeah, super weird film, but it, it does hold up. But Scanners is spectacular. Oh, classic. And, classic. of course, the um, the reason I'm bringing this up is the trailer for Crimes of the Future has been, like, fully released. And yeah. it looks awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, you know, the more ears you put on Viggo Mortensen, the better. I'm just so, I'm so keen. Viggo Mortensen's like one of the greatest actors um, of all time, and Cronen- him and Cronenberg's team ups have been stellar in the past. So, 
Yeah, and I've and also been... Oh, sorry, James, go on. No, I was just going to say, this is Cronenberg's yeah. uh, first movie in eight years. First Since... body horror in a while, too. Yeah. yeah. First well, we talked... I think we might have mentioned it on the... Did we talk about Possessor on the show? Yeah, we did. We did a review yeah. of it. And we might have mentioned the fact that apparently Cronenberg uh, visited his son's sets, and I guess it kindled something in him. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned that. Uh, so I think seeing his son doing, you know, following his <laughs> footsteps was like, oh, this is fun, isn't yeah. it? You know, this is fun, or well, you think you can do this? I'll yeah, show I'll show you, you Sonny Jim. I know, yeah. yeah, I know. When we reviewed Possessor, that Brandon Cronenberg, his son who made Possessor, had a whole bunch of projects lined up, and then COVID happened, and so yeah. I'm hoping that we hear something about that soon too. Yeah, well, I think like we got, said, now we got two Cronenbergs working at the same time. Yeah, well. I know. What a time to be alive. Like I, like, like I said on the view, the flesh apple doesn't fall far from the bone tree. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember that. <laughs> and I've also been, and it, uh, this shows how eclectic I, my tastes have been lately. I've been watching Nora Ephron movies as well. <laughs> she's a, she's a master man. Best screenwriter in the industry while she was yeah. alive. Alan's uh, <laughs> confused. No, I, I have something else on mind. Um, Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. Classics. Yeah, I would fight just anyone who disagrees. Yeah, yeah. When Harry Met Sally is so an good. amazing movie. Yeah, so it's like good. perfectly written. And it's funny. I read an article about how awful we've got mail is because it's about a big business owner. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, toxic. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> subduing a small business, finding out that like he knows that like it's about pen, anonymous pen pals, but he figures it out that. He's the pen pal of the um, small business owner. Yeah. He ignores it until he crushes her business. And then he's like, it was me all along. And then they live happily ever after. Hilarious. <laughs> Movies, romance, romance. Keep in mind, Nora, weird. Nora Ephron is such a ma- was such a master screenwriter that yeah. you watch it and you don't really pick that up. Yes, yeah, yeah, when you say it out loud, yeah, it's like, woven into this rom-com because movies are like emotionally manipulative. Yeah, you, all rom-coms, you're like, oh, I'm so happy they ended up together. But if you actually think about yeah. the step, the circumstances, of, like, yeah, people go for go to jail for the some whole of these the whole like or, you know, stalking yeah. the woman until she, you know, loves relents. you. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, um, it's it's woven into this saccharine, funny, sweet romance kind of comedy. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle as well. I forgot Dave Chappelle was in it. Like, oh really? Yeah. Anyways, this this is great movie with. A oh really, yeah, he's the is he the assistant? Yeah, yeah. With a really weird message. Um. So yeah, go give Nora Ephron some love. She Alan's like, it. I have to, I have to watch this movie. Um. Yeah. So uh, we might go to a very quick break. I'll be back after this. You are back on the Tuesday review. Um. And uh, uh, Callum was talking about Nora Ephron movies. Yeah, yeah I'm all done. Uh, it's oh, just like, I, as far as I'm aware, there's no great rom coms being made with the same level of screenplay well, that I can com- think of. Not just rom coms, but just normal comedies. They don't really make them yeah. well, for mainstream it, cinemas. It's all streaming stuff now. So and they're, they're very targeted. It's like yeah. It goes back to what we always say, right? If it's not a Marvel movie, it's not airing in the theatres yeah, anymore yeah. to a large extent. And a lot of these movies, they're not going to come to the theatres because they're not going to make enough money. So yeah. all the comedies like that, they're kind of aimed these days aimed at sort of your old audience, like your Downton Abbey movies or your yeah. movies aimed Even at Even like, yeah, stoner comedies that don't make for the movies anymore, you know, rom-coms yeah. that don't make for the... Like, yeah. So now they're all in streaming and usually they're more targeted and not yeah. general or they or if they are general, they're just terrible. Yeah. Or yeah, they're forgettable. Yeah. So it, it's harder to have a good movie like that anymore. Yeah. That's all. That's pretty much all I've been, I haven't watched too much lately. Um, so as for me, well, I'll start with something that me, Callum and Alan have all been doing lately. Oh yes. Right? Which is hauling freight around Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about this. Yes. So we, we've all been, we all discovered that through, I guess, at one point or another, we had all purchased Euro Truck Simulator 2. Separately yes. of each other without yes. knowing. Um, <laughs> and Alan, I get Alan, Alan's a massive fan of this game. I thought, you know, it's something we can play together. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give it a go. And on paper, it doesn't sound that fun. You know what I mean? You're driving trucks from city to city and delivering goods in exchange for cash. Yeah. It's a simulator. Uh, on, yeah, it's yeah. a simulator. On paper, it doesn't sound that fun. In practice, it's amazing. <laughs> You're <laughs> loving, like, 75% of us here love this. Um, <laughs> gra- no, and you guys are telling me we, that. We've had audience, oh, because we play and we're on Discord, you can also stream the game on Discord. We've had both Jake and Daniel, friends of the show, mm. they both also enjoy the hell out of watching it. So it's not like oh. you, you you think that it's how silly is this that we're enjoying playing it, but there's people that are enjoying just no, watching it's in, us. Do it's it. enthralling. <laughs> I'm telling you, it it it's something completely different than what you expect. 
Because basically, for people who don't know, you're basically just driving down a highway in a, in a, semi -truck. In a freight truck yeah. for long periods of time. Yes. And occasionally something will come up and you have to... Yeah. Occasionally weather will change yeah. or there might be an accident on the road. There's speed cameras everywhere. Or speed cameras. Oh, cops. You were telling me you have to stop at um, yeah. way stations. Way stations. Yeah. 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 you got to reverse the truck up if you want a nice experience bonus. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can run your own company. Yeah. We also... Um, Drag race on the freeway, <laughs> so we're blocking all the lanes. Going the full, the full trucking experience. Yeah. Um, oh, you're telling me there's convoy mode? Yeah, yeah, we play in convoy mode, which yeah. is how we can play together, together and see each yeah, other on yeah, the map. Yeah. Um, and internet radio is a feature, right? Yeah. So we can all that's listen cool, to yeah. an actual live radio station that's broadcasting through the internet somewhere. Like I, like I listen to was it Jazz London Radio or something yeah. like that, and that plays jazz and blues and other kind of music. Yeah. Um, you could even listen like, to 98.9 North you can, pro you can program it in to yeah. listen to 98.9 Because it's like a notepad So if you get like your IP address sort of radio streaming link You can plug it into the game yourself as That's well That's cool So it's like if you have a, a they personal They should do that for GTA Yeah they yeah. should Because these are like the free kind of stations where they don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's public radio essentially yeah. I guess you could mod it if you're on yeah. PC yeah. But yeah. But, uh, Stuff like that It's also it adds to the immersion because yeah. like you can hear it's people talking life. about current events yeah. and like it's not a fake actually, radio it's station. not a fake radio station yeah. like these things are actually happening right yeah, now and yeah. that's like for me that's one of the things that really sold the game as weird as it, weird as it sounds it does its best to like pull you into the world yeah and that means me like you'll be here someone talking about current events you're just like this is so strange I'm driving a truck in a video game and someone's talking to me about current events <laughs> on the radio yeah me and Alan were listening to the, the BBC discuss Boris Johnson's future as <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you're driving from Scotland to London yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 We're in Europe too, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, like as it, as it is a simulation, you're supposed to follow the rules. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you do suffer some consequences. Yeah, it's not burnout, such as rolling a truck twice, Kel. I mean, look, let the one who has not rolled a truck, <laughs> yeah, you know, know, throw the first tire iron because. <laughs> I've definitely I was at one point in debt in the game because <laughs> I had destroyed my entire truck and the load and I got no money and yeah, then you're encouraged truck. to take a loan from a bank to buy a truck yeah okay yeah you do enough deliveries you earn enough cash they'll be like off. okay here's how much we'll lend you and then you can purchase a truck off credit yeah and over time you can uh, you start off with a garage you can uh, increase the size of that garage hire more drivers buy more trucks mm. have them work for you buy more garages around so you, there's there's solid progression to be had and there's expansion packs too. Yeah. Like, I think the base game starts with, like, what, like, France, Germany, N Netherlands. A bit um, of Poland and the A bit UK. of Poland. But then we got the um, we got the Essentials pack, yeah. which increases... Have they ever made an Australian expansion? No. I no, like Europe, this one's Europe-focused. There is an American one too. You can get Australian yeah. decals for your truck, though. Nice. Yeah, but um, we got the... what's what, what We got the Netherlands one, like the Norwegian yeah, countries the pack. And there's Romania Poland or... There's a Russia pack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these are because I know I've heard because you see them on the shelf and you're like, who buys these? But I we know do. Well, you guys do. <laughs> but I know in Germany they're like the most popular games yeah. ever. Like People all are... those the plane the. Actually, I remember joking. I remember Joe back before Alan was at uni and when he was driving with his dad. I remember us having a conversation about Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah. When you were, I, we used to laugh because Alan would spend all day with his dad in the truck. He would get home and had spend re <laughs> relax after work driving <laughs> a truck in a truck. video game. It's like those soldiers who yeah. in Iraq who play like war yeah. games. Yeah. And stuff. It's like when I went to PAX, they had the I think they had one of the I think it was American Truck Simulator that they had going, and I was like, you know, nothing like, you know, getting off a day of truck driving to start truck driving. <laughs> yeah, there's a fun to it, but there is. It's a fun. I didn't. Do you I, wear a cap and have. <laughs> I, like, it's a game I didn't know I would enjoy it until yeah. I played it. Yeah, um, and it's it's good. Yeah, and there's plenty of mods. Um, oh yeah, like, there's mods galore. Community. When I was playing solo back in the day, I uh, installed a mod where my truck had five hundred thousand horsepower, <laughs> and it had a transmission that would be appropriate with it. So, the, so as soon as you hit the throttle, you get yeah. So the truck <laughs> would the truck would get up to like. 340Ks and the moment you hit something you're just a torpedo <laughs> <laughs> and so there's plenty of fun to be had like even I think some people are making different maps for it so if you want to have like a real technical hill climb or something something real difficult mm. like there's a huge community behind it which is really great and the game's um, years old at this point yeah yeah. I, we got the I think there's like something like oh, there's over 100 pieces of DLC yeah I'm like man I like obviously I'm not going to get that yeah, into it yeah they still update it they updated every like there every was year the, every month. for the flight simulator. There was the recent Top Gun add-on, yeah, and yeah. 
Flight Sim. That's another one that's too big for me. Game's nearly 20 years old. Oh, sorry, 10 years old. 10 years old. 10 years old. Euro Euro Truck Simulator 2. Yeah. And yeah, they're still supporting it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just got another expansion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're going to delay the Russian expansion for a little bit. Due yeah. to uh, isn't it? Isn't it out already? I thought it was still coming. Oh, it's still coming. Okay, never yeah. mind. But uh, yeah, I or they might have taken yeah. it off the menu for a little while. Yeah, understandable. Probably, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things where as long as they support it, people will be happy. Because yeah. yeah, it you know what, it's old, whatever, but it's amazing. It's fun. Yeah, well, people still yeah. play it. It's uh, still got to be community. Another so. game me and Alan did enjoy briefly together was Barn Finders. <laughs> oh, God. See, it's keeping on our, our little sim thing we've got going on. Was it Barn Finders or Farming Simulator? Both. We, both. We enjoyed... I think we enjoyed Barn Finders a bit more oh, than you, the Farming sorry, Simulator. Sorry, sorry. I forgot about Barn Finders. That was a grand old time. Yeah. So, you, if you watch Storage Wars... Yeah. It's that. <laughs> Storage Wars the game. It's Storage mm. Wars the game. And I, I would, me and Alan, Alan would help me while I like stream the game through Discord and yeah. we would play it. And it's the most stupid, stupid stuff, but it's, it's just funny. So it's like American it's Pickers. Or yeah, it's American or Pickers. Or yeah. So, you, so you bid on like, you can bid on a storage container and then like outbid everyone or you know, whatever, hopefully you win. Go inside, you know, you see what everything's worth. You put on your truck, you send it away. Then you got people coming into your store to actually buy and you can haggle with them, and like you have to. It's, it's like a time. It's so weird because it's like a quick time event to see how successful you are with the haggle. Yeah, <laughs> and I was pretty good at the quick time event, and it made me feel like a bad person because it's you a... put you put the product up on the shelf, right? And there's a recommended retail price on the shelf. Yeah, and then someone's like, "I'm interested in this," and there's a quick time event that says, "No, you pay me more." Yeah, you want it? You pay Wait, me more than what why, the shop price is. Why would that be an option? <laughs> I don't know, but usually you would have like say this item's worth two hundred dollars. You start with an offer that's like two twenty. Right? Yeah. Instead, the other one's worth two fifty. They start with an offer that's like two sixty, and you're like, no, I want more. <laughs> and if you so haggle, make if you sense. haggle really well, you can haggle them multiple times. And this one poor guy he's, came he's, in every time. He was a lovely Rastafarian gentleman, <laughs> and we would always rip him off so hard. Is it stylized, like cartoonish, or is it like a simulator uh, kind of? It's hard. I'd say it's what's halfway. It's kind of. It's not super realistic, but it's not super stylized. Okay. It's sort of in between. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was a bit of fun. It gave us a goof. It gave us a, it was a goof. It gave us a laugh. <laughs> um, as for TV movies, I've been watching, I started watching Fringe. Oh yeah. We were which talking about that. Off, we yeah. got HBO Max recently. Um, and Fringe is a hard one to find in Australia. Watch it's like, wire, damn it. Hmm? Yeah, I know. I've got to finish the wire. You um, said I'm finished it. <laughs> I'll get there. I am outraged, sir. Oh, it's a scandal. I know, it's a scandal. Um, Got to watch Oz first so you can see what the prison system is really like. Yeah, Oz, then Sopranos, then The Wire, and then you've seen <laughs> the, the Holy Trinity. Ever need to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but my point with this is it's just disgusting how hard it is to see some shows in Australia. Yeah. Like, Fringe is not a new show. No. Um, it's finished. It's not a new show. The, the only way I can watch it is by watching or subscribing to watch it on a free-to-air channel's optional subscription service, watching it in standard definition with ads. Yeah. It's a bad time. Mm. <laughs> it's 2022. The right, yeah, the rights issues in Australia are a mess. Um, I've also been catching up, or trying to catch up on Dexter. I don't... Yeah. I was going to say, uh, do you think it's going to be worth it in the end? Because I haven't seen what's been happening, but... Oh, look, I haven't seen the new seasons. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it ends... Uh, in- just as poorly as the, you know, we last haven't, season of the show. This is maybe a large conversation, which I'm glad Alan is here for because he has limited. He has some exposure to this as well. It's a YouTube phenomenon, I suppose. It's the I've been interested in. I mean, I watched a um, a channel called Bald and Bankrupt recently. Mm. Uh, Mr. Bald, he's a a mid forty. He was a mid. He's a mid forties guy or whatever, and he um, lost his job. He had fifteen hundred pounds to his name, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy a camera, and I'm going to India, and it's like a travel. Oh log. yeah, you told me about yeah. this. Yeah, and it's fascinating because he travels in like areas that aren't just um, we'll say tourist destinations. Yeah. Um, and he like he visited you know the real India, and then he did a long time in post Soviet states and Russia. Yeah. Which obviously he's a little bit, he's taking a break because of what's going on yeah. uh, in the Ukraine and Russia uh, areas. Um, but he did Syria recently, which is very interesting because mm. a lot of these will say more isolated Middle Eastern countries. They don't get a good rap, uh, they don't get a good rap in, we'll say, Western media necessarily. Yeah. 
Uh, and for a when good you reason. Think of, yeah, when you think of like vacation, we'll say, holiday destinations, yeah. you don't think of Syria. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm bringing up, right? So he jumps through. He jumped through all the hoops. Mm-hmm. He went to, I believe, Lebanon, got a visa to go to cross the border to Syria, um, and had a good old Syrian holiday. And it looked like a grand time, but I'm, but is it dangerous? Is this sort of travelogging well, in risky areas? It's a big thing on YouTube, and I love it. I love to watch it because it's interesting. Like I, I thought that's what the channel was about it's like look it's more risky than going to rome but i think a lot of the time his channel is quite safe because like india it's like he he knew enough indian i believe yeah, but to he's get going, by he's going and, he's not going to yeah and the tourist and, india. no he's no. going to but 90 percent of his channel is like he he knows how to speak russian and some of the other sort of soviet languages yeah, so see, he's that's, fine. A, that's an that's an added yeah, as well. Like most people wouldn't. No, no. But he goes there and he's like, look, you know, it's like, especially I, I do appreciate him for the, say, we'll say, go visiting the areas that um, possibly no one else kind of visits. And he shows, it normalizes the humanity of some of these poorer countries or like yeah. things that we don't really think about. And then he's like, when he visited Syria, I'm like, yeah, but it's cool. Like, could be spreading a dangerous message if he's telling everyone that it's perfectly safe mm. and like it's a good country to visit. I'm like, yeah, That's, because he maybe because he was allowed in and he got a we'll say a special exemption or he got a guided cushy tour. It's like, is it still like there was a, there was when he was there? There's still a war going on hmm. um, between some resistance fighters and the government. I'm like, is it still? Is it a really? Is it a good thing that he's doing, or is it dangerous? Well, that, that's what I found interesting is when you told me about it initially off air. I assumed he was being transparent enough that it was obvious that a normal person couldn't do this. If you were going to do it, you are putting yourself at risk. However, now you the way you're describing it sounds more like he's just going like oh it's really cool here if you go down this dark alleyway and he doesn't actually explain that he's experienced he's do you know what i mean i feel like he's in a privileged position and he doesn't necessarily advertise that to the viewer and that's what i think is dangerous yeah yeah i just yeah i'm I'm conflicted i think yeah like all he has to do is be like it, it is dangerous but here is here it is if you want it, yeah, because kind of th- there's another YouTuber called Indigo Traveler, which does similar videos, mm. but he's always honest about it. And like when he visited, I think he visited Iran in one video, and he was like, "Yeah, they kept me and they were interviewing me for like six hours. It was not a good time. Wow. I'm lucky to be alive." Onto the next video, like it's he takes it more with a more sort of a gravity of the situation. Yeah, and they're really interesting videos, and I think everyone should watch them. You know, maybe just be aware that maybe you shouldn't be going to countries that have warnings necessarily it's it's always yeah very important to acknowledge that this is a curated view even though it seems to be more grassroots because he's you know a guy with a camera on youtube not you know a television program trying to sell you tickets or anything it's still very much a curated view of he's only showing you that part that he wants to show you Mm. there may be somebody heckling him on the street or something or somebody following him around they have to get away from they edit as well yeah exactly i think that's what uh, that's what alan put it in better words than i could have i think that uh, you know I think it's it's very interesting, and I think people should watch these sort of channels, but just be aware that it's probably yeah, not as safe mindful, as they yeah. want you to think it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, back on to, I guess, more positive things. Um, I've been watching Bleach, Ooh. the anime Bleach lately, which I'm getting back into. I watched it years ago, and then um, I guess I stopped, or we didn't get any more DVDs or whatever else. Um and uh, it's good. I'm having a good time. I've never seen it. Like I've heard of it. And it's good. Read it's the, read it, the it's one of the classic. It's yeah. one of the classic animes. Yeah. No. I know. Everyone. Yeah. You know. Everyone used to talk about it, but I never actually read I, the comics first. Yeah. Because the 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 show still hasn't finished. Like the the comics are done. The show's trying to catch up. Well, the show. How long has it been? The, the show got cancelled technically, yeah. and uh, after more than five years, I believe, because there was a bet placed on this, they decided <laughs> to finally animate the final arc. Um, and it's supposed to come out, but, I believe, somewhere towards the tail end of this year. Like, how long is it? How many seasons are there? It's been uh, on for. There's a few. There was, was it ten or fifteen seasons? Wow. Yeah, and then but it got cancelled. It, it only it only went to about three hundred sixty episodes though, so it's not as big as. Yeah, but your, your Naruto's and your yeah. One Pieces, which are over a thousand at this point. Wow. Um, that being said, if we're on anime talk, there was another anime coming out towards the end of the tail end of this year. Chainsaw Man. Yes. What is this? Oh it, is, it, it is a, cha- a man who was also a chainsaw. Well, so, 
a little bit of context. Uh, in this world, uh, there are many demons. I'm going to look this up. And the demons are based off what people are afraid of. Yeah. You know, there's a demon for death, a demon for guns, a demon for knives, whatever. And one of the demons is a chainsaw demon. And uh, this young boy kind of becomes intertwined with a demon and he becomes the chainsaw man. Yeah, he can. Um, be- he looks like a normal guy, except he's got a, a rip cord on his chest. And, and yeah, when he pulls I'm watching cord, the trailer now. He, uh, yeah, like I, I read the entire manga. Callum has also read the entire manga. Yeah, it oh, is so good. one of the best. Yeah, it's mangas. next level. Yeah, um, and so if you're an anime kind of watcher, you don't want to read. T- Tail end of this year is coming out. Oh, it's. Uh, it actually ha- the is story on, is it on Netflix. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to be on, but we'll get it. Um, the story is actually very complex. It's it's very. It's 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 got a deeper story than it sounds like. It's not just about demons fighting. There's like celestial stuff, like like um people go to hell, and there's like a, a pecking order in hell, and the chainsaw man is at like a weird place in the pecking order, and everyone's afraid of him in hell. And when I say chainsaw man, I'm talking about the demon, not the not the guy on earth. Yeah. So like he he he's got the also the chainsaw is really cute. It's like a little puppy with like a little chainsaw <laughs> thing. Anyway, there's this it's, there's this whole big cosmology to it. There's like FBI. They're like kind of like an CIA kind of agents in charge of killing demons. Would yeah, men in black. You call them men in black kind of situation. Yeah, and mm. so he has to work with these people to track down uh, the gun demon, who's this legendary mass murderer. Um, and they believe that only the Chainsaw Man is powerful enough to kill the gun demon. And so it's this big sweeping story. I say sweeping, it's it not that long. It sounds suitably bonkers. Yeah. It is it's bonkers. Not, it's not that sweeping. <laughs> it also deals with a great amount of human emotion and the toll that yeah. this sort of thing would have yeah. on the people. On a, on a person, yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely one to look into because it's so multifaceted. Yeah. For interesting, I guess for interested uh, listeners, um, interested in anime and you're looking at the different anime services... Learn your lessons from me. I initially subscribed to a service called Anime Lab, and as soon as I'd put the the money down for the free trial, so it was mm. okay. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, nah, Crunchyroll bought us. Um, you could pay for Anime Lab, but we're not getting any content now. Thanks, bye, Shaka." Yeah. <laughs> why didn't they? Why don't they just port you over to Crunchyroll? Because they don't want to, and they just rather make extra cash. Yeah. Um, and so then I cancelled my free trial and subscribed to Crunchyroll, which the app isn't as good as Anime Lab, yeah. but that they Crunchyroll basically bought Anime Lab, so it's like, <laughs> thank you. Now I'm forced into this terrible looking app, yeah. but it has all the content. Unfortunately, yeah. the anime scene seems to be in or- in an awkward transitionary phase. Yeah. Yeah. But it is just it is. to the context of. How stupid things went. They brought out the service of Anime Lab in Australia. Yeah. Everyone was happy. Then they brought out Funimation in Australia. And then people moved to Funimation. Some people stayed on Anime Lab. But then Funimation Australia said, no, we're shutting down. You have to go to Anime Lab. So everyone went to Anime Lab. Mm. And then Anime Lab said, you know what? We're turning into Funimation. So you go to Funimation again. What? Yes. And then finally, once everyone was finally on Funimation and happy... They said we're sh- we're merging with Crunchyroll. See you later. Like it was there, a <laughs> oh goof and a half. God. It was like, yes. There's yeah. been so many flip flops, and, and again, people were questioning like, do you wonder why we maybe seek ulterior, you know, yeah. alternative sources for? Especially in Australia, we yeah. get shot. Like especially considering that essentially all all the properties are owned by one or two people, but yet Anime Lab has all the old content that I would like to watch. But if you want to watch new content, you have to go to a different service, even though it's all at this point the one company, kind of. It's ridiculous. It's really strange. And also the apps. Just make the apps look nice, yeah. man. This company must be worth a few dollars. No, it's not just... An- all of the anime apps are bottom barrel garbage tier apps. Yeah, no but- profiles... No effort, nothing. Like binge looks like How? a miracle. You're the only I mean, anime app in Australia. Have user profiles. Yeah, I know nothing about it. The behind the scenes, but how hard can it be? It's not hard. They just don't care, James. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, anime fans, but the apps are garbage. Well, if if Amazon, the biggest company in the world, can't fix their app, then I don't. No, think but Amazon, the Amazon app's a lot better than people give it credit for. Yeah, it's ugly, oh, yeah, but it it's works better. well and it has profiles. Yeah, yeah, it's true. still better than Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. I just want to have my own personal watch list. Is that so hard? Yeah, yeah. It's harder than fighting the Gun Demon. Evidently. <laughs> all right, I'll keep an eye out for that. That's all. I've, that's all I've got for this week, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. What have you been watching? No, lately? no, that's all right. Um, 
Well, I did. Speaking of Top Gun, which I mentioned before, I saw Top Gun Maverick again for a Does second time. Does it still hold up? It's so so damn did you, good. With your dad? Yeah, my dad. Did he wanted, like it? Yeah. Did Andre Andre liked it? Yeah, because uh, for context, my dad is a big like aircraft nerd. He loves air, you know aircraft, and he loves obviously movies about planes, and so does he like Conair. I think so, yeah. Very good. Of course he does. Although I don't I wouldn't call that a plane movie. Hey, it's in hey, a plane. How much time is spent on the plane and yeah, they land a plane in Vegas fair and enough. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Continue, um, sorry. Uh yeah, and so obviously he wanted to see Top Gun Maverick, but he couldn't last week and us uh I went with you guys and then I said oh, I'll go with you next week. So we went again. Such a good movie. So, yeah. so still killing it at the box office too. Yeah, and it's doing really well. Apparently, it's Tom Cruise's one which, of his best-selling movies. Yeah, which I'm hoping that it's doing well. Mean doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to rush a sequel because that I wouldn't want them to do that. But I hope it does mean that studios will pay, pay attention yeah. and say, you know, there is a there is a place a market yeah. for a big kind of. More ninety style action, self-contained movie. action adventure. Yeah. But on the other hand, because it's got Tom Cruise in it, who's the big one of the biggest names in the world and in the industry, that adds a layer of like, well, it only did well because of him, and it also is a sequel, so it's already got the inbuilt yeah. brand recognition. So I don't think studios are really going to see this as like people want practical stuff. Well, it's interesting. A lot of the reviews I've seen actually say the same things we said on our review. It's great to see a movie that does real things, CG, yeah. but minimal CG, just where it needs to. Yeah. Uh, like real stunts. Um, it, you know, the story's not too heavy. It's just like this fun kind of action adventure movie. You know, good piece of army propaganda. Navy propaganda, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, it's so just... A lot of people are saying the same things we're saying, yeah, so hopefully the studios just, are taking like, note. If, from my perspective, is like, you know, when John Wick came out, the same thing happened. People were like, oh my God, it's so great to see a 90s-style practical action movie. But it's like, the industry never changed. Seems to capitalize on yeah, it, yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're making so much money from the superhero movies and the kids' movies. Yeah. It, they're not going to, yeah. Even though yeah. that's what quite a, that's what a lot of us, a lot of reviewers want. Yeah, a lot of the mainstream audiences don't care at the end of the day. No. If if Top Gun Maverick was just CGI nonsense, I'm sure most most audience members would be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Whereas people like us would have been like, that's garbage. Yeah. You know, it's just this weird thing where. Most people just don't care at the end of the day. We're we're the exception. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we're exceptional, but we're the exception to Well, yeah, we kinda. <laughs> uh, so what else have you been watching though? <laughs> um Oh no, just on Top Gun, I can't wait for the four K to come out. Yeah. I, I, re- I actually want to watch it again. Especially if there's special features, deleted scenes. Yeah, be I want to see the behind the scenes because they've they're yeah. been releasing stuff online on YouTube, you know, like behind the scenes. Um, I'd love to see them strapping a camera to a jet. That's what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I hope, I hope the, I hope the 4K release has a lot of special features and is not just a couple of things here and there. I want to see Tom Cruise working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His full routine. That's <laughs> it. Um, extended volleyball did, sequence. <laughs> the four, the four hour. Give us the, <laughs> give us the volleyball hashtag. Release the volleyball cut. That's it. <laughs> um. Did you guys watch the new season of Love, Death and Robots? No. No. I'm two seasons behind. I've been a bit... S- you still haven't watched the first season? No, no, no. We're up to the third season, aren't we? Or was yeah. that announced? No, no, no we're up to the, the third season. He's watched the first season. season. I haven't seen the first season. The first season's the best oh, okay. season. Yeah. But uh, I'm, 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 which one's got, the, got uh, the alien that puts you in a trance and then you... The first season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when you get... Tr- like, it was the one where they're trapped in space somewhere. Mm. They spent too much time in cryosleep. Oh the yeah, first that was season. the first yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get. Um, I'm a bit stinky on Netflix right now because of all of the cancellations. Well, that's so. what I was gonna say. Is you know we we talked about not not too long ago about Netflix. We're kind of a bit iffy on now, and they're not. You what know, is it? I uh, live long enough. What what is that? What's that saying? Oh, you yeah. either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. The villain, yeah, yeah. Which you know might be what's happening, but 
when quality stuff like this comes out, so God, it, it's I love good. Netflix. It's good. Like this, I loved is every it, single is one. Is it better than season two? Yeah. But season yeah. two was good. Yeah. Maybe not as good as the first. Right, I'll, re- I'll rephrase my question. Are there more diverse animation styles than season two? Yes, but there's only nine episodes or eight, eight or nine episodes. So it's not a huge... Yeah, but season two is only similar length. Yeah, wasn't I think it? it's the same. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get on it then. But get on it because they're yeah. short. They're short. You can binge it all in a night. That's yeah. what I did. There was they're really good, um, you know, yeah. shorts. And obviously, it's great that Netflix is supporting these animators and all getting right. David Fincher. That's all very good. But can you please go back to Mindhunter? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just. Love that they're doing this. I want more, especially after the first season. We're like, oh, I don't think they're going to do any more. And then the second season came out of nowhere. And then this one came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, I think this is a thing now. I hope they keep it going. I do like from the trailer that they reuse some of the robots from season two. Yeah, those funny little robots. Mm. They they have a short. Um, the best short of the new season is the last one, Hibaro, which is by the guy who did the short called The Witness in the first season. And it is crazy and I loved it. It is one of the best animated things I've seen. It blew my mind. It it was just, oh my God, so good. So yeah, check out, check that out. Um, But yeah, yeah I, I hope they do more because, you know, the more stuff like this, the better. Yeah. Um. Do we want to talk about the Orville now or wait till it's finished? Wait, wait till, till it's finished. finished. Okay. I've refused to watch it on SBS. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it, the first two seasons are on Disney Plus, and because of Austra- again Australian rights issues, strike but they again. advertised that it was coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, pr- it probably is, but not for a few months. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, mm. all right. Last thing before we actually, we forgot to talk about the streaming wars. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked aspects of it. I think I don't know that it's as good as the last it's special. It's not as good as the COVID specials, but I think it's better than the last season that came out. That's this fair. is South Park, by the way, that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch it? I haven't been watching much TV at all. So no, it, it's okay. not... Oh, we you won't talk about it. Then, you didn't miss... All that much. There was no, some. It's definitely stand- worth watching. Though. It's worth watching. There's some stand-up moments. It's, it's pretty funny. There were some yeah. stand-up moments with is it butters specifically? Butters, yeah. Butters, yeah. I mean, everyone had good moments, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. But Essentially, yeah, it's cause... trying to be a commentation, uh, commentary on um, like the the TV streaming wars and yeah. rights and stuff like that. And, but instead, um, it's literally about. But instead, it's literally about water, water rights yeah. and they're like the stream wars. Yeah, and then then they also bring in the. The climate change thing, which, Man, they, yeah, which they talked about yeah. on another season. But, yeah, no, I just because I remember we talked yeah. about the COVID specials and Callum wanted to talk about it. So I thought you would talk about that. But, um, yeah, that was good. And last thing before we end up, I rewatched A Knight's Tale for the first time in 20 years. How good is it? So Such good. Such a good movie. Is it on 4K? No, that's, and that's what, like, it's only had a Blu-ray release in the US. Yeah. And it's like an early Blu-ray, like 2007. Yeah. I think we and it's a 1080i Blu-ray. I think, I think we I don't think it's yeah. 1080i, but it's pretty... <laughs> do, you remember yeah. I, do you remember I bought Halloween on 1080i? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the, A Knight's Tale, the Blu-ray, it's pretty rough. And yeah. it's bare bones. There's no special features. Um, but what a wonderful film. But yeah, so I'm hoping that it gets, if not a 4K release, then a... A remastered Blu-ray yeah. at some point because it's such a great film and Heath yeah. Ledger was so good and such it was such a big loss. Chemistry was so great. Yeah, when film. he died and yeah, I I just I hadn't seen it since In years. Yeah, yeah. Since I was little and I just even though they played on TV, you know, once in a yes. while, I just never rewatched it. Even though and I everyone knows the whole like the Queen song and stuff and so you're yeah. like yeah I remember that. But yeah, I hadn't rewatched the whole thing in such a long time, and oh, it was so much fun. Such a good movie. That's another kind of movie they don't make at yeah, Cine anymore. Totally just like no, a fun comedy adventure. Yeah. Yes, they do on Netflix, but those movies tend yeah, not to be very yeah. good. But I, yeah, 
I forgot to mention a film I watched recently. Yeah, go ahead. Yojimbo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Such a... I, I mean, we don't have time to, to take a deep dive into it, but really well, stylish. You know what? Save it for next a, week. Yeah, put a pin in yeah. it. We'll pick it up next week. And when we did our 100th episode, we talked about some of our favorite movies, some of our favorite directors, and I brought up Akira Kurosawa, who made Yojimbo. And then we started to run out of time, and we're like... Uh, and we didn't get to talk about our favorite actors, which we were going to talk about. And we kind of had to wrap up yeah. the director's part. Because, you know, I I think I mentioned Paul Verhoeven. I was like, I didn't even get to talk about Robocop. Which the is one the of my director, not the ABC presenter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Cal. Um, and so maybe next week or the week after, or the week after that, we could do like a favorite director's long segment yeah. uh, episode. And a favorite actor's episode. So Sounds good to me. Put a pin in that. We'll talk about that another time. Just yeah. quickly, um, did we talk about the Morbius shenanigans with the memory? <laughs> oh, <laughs> look, it's Morbin okay, time. Actually, I didn't see tell it. Him we won't talk about that next week. Yeah. We'll talk about. <laughs> I didn't see it, but apparently there's a part where he morbs, and it's awesome. The more morbs, the better. Yeah. Yes. So good that they put it back in the cinemas, and it. <laughs> yes. flops no, twice. no. What's so great for people who are listening who don't know, Morbius came out. No one watched it because it. It looks like crap, and, they and no one it cares. And, and yeah, there's a whole and thing. And they yeah. made it for a you know side villain from Spider-Man that they're making into like a hero superhero movie. No one cared, but for some reason there was a huge meme community that came up around it where people were making memes. And yeah, it's morbid time. Yeah, and so like on. using morb puns, and there's a whole Discord like with morb meme memes, <laughs> and and Sony saw this and thought. Oh, maybe this movie what is it? has they, more fans. What's that Arrested Development uh, quote? Um, they're laughing with us, Michael. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so they re-released the movie and no one saw it again for the second time. It's hilarious. Did it make, what, 350000 all up? Like, <laughs> it made like 80 grand this second time or something. Did it? Okay, it was my, nothing. Yeah. It was like $100 a cinema. Like Yeah, $82 a cinema or something yeah, like that. It yeah, it's just pathetic. Oh, it's just, the whole thing is hilarious. <laughs> but the fact that they, you know kind of scammed Sony into doing this with the memes. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, the, the internet is a powerful and scary thing. <laughs> all right, I think all right. that's all the I time. I think we're yeah. out of time. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, please like and share the Choose Their Review Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can listen on Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, yes, Spotify, Spotify, uh, Spotify, wherever else you listen. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Adios, cousins.